Um, so this evening, um, right now, ending this session, um, will be an opportunity for you to find somebody to have a conversation with. And what I recommend happen um, be that you can go up to that like little picnic area and um, you know just practice with maybe a few brief conversations. We have half an hour till dinner. I want us to go back in silence at dinner. Um, so silence for the rest of the evening will be okay to speak, but silence in the buildings, silence in your yogi jobs, silence in eating, silence in dorms, silence in the vicinity of the buildings, um, so that the direct vicinity of the buildings. So, um, you know, you might, uh, the question is always, how do you hook up? How do you find people to, it's like a little Dharma dating thing. Huh? <laughs> So let's. Bulletin board. <laughs> Would it work to simply allow the picnic table area to, to be to be a talking area? talking area? If it's very quiet talking, I think that would be okay. Um, I would not encourage groups of three or more. I think one on one is the best way to begin practicing this. So I want to talk about the practice as opposed to. So let me talk a little about the practice, and then we can go a little bit into how to find people to practice with. Um, my first practice around talking, working with talking, is simply to see if you can know that you're aware while you're talking. That's kind of the high level of just, can I know that I'm speaking while I'm speaking? Um, helpful in a situation like this, since you're all, you've all been practicing, slow, allow the conversation to be slowed down, allow it to be quiet, you know, see if you can keep the conversation at a, at a, a, a lower level of energy. If you notice the energy start rising, you'll notice the voice starts rising. <laughs> that seems to happen. So seeing if you can allow the pace of the conversation to slow down. Um, in this practice of talking, once you've gotten to the place of just recognizing that you're talking while you're talking, and you may it may go out the window immediately, <laughs> but um, if you can, for a, a short period of time, sustain knowing that you're talking while you're talking, you might just check in in a simple way. Are you agitated or at ease while you're talking? That's a, a kind of a gross level of checking in defilement or not, you know, just agitation or ease. Is there agitation or ease? Um, and that's prob actually probably enough instruction around working with talking right now. We can talk a little bit more tomorrow before going back into the world for more. Um, but I think if you get to the place when having conversations with people that you can notice agitation or ease while you're talking, that'll be great. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's, a, that's a good um, level of awareness that can notice that. What I'd like to encourage, really, really strongly encourage, is that um, you start 
by having a conversation around what does it feel like to be mindful while speaking. So talk about mindful speech as the first topic. Because this will remind, the topic, the content will remind you of what you're trying to do. So there's a, there's a bigger chance that you'll remember. If you go off into daily life and talking about, you know, what's your job and, you know, you know where do you live and all of that kind of thing, mindfulness is very likely to go out the window really fast. So I'd like to encourage that the initial conversations be either about, you know, what does it feel like to be mindful while speaking, or, and the next level might be Dharma conversation. So I'd like to, for the evening, for tonight, any conversations you have be around those topics rather than a kind of more general, um, you know, get to know you kind of conversation. Get to know each other through Dharma conversation rather than, um, you know, where do you work, what do you do kind of conversation. Um, Any questions about, yeah, Dan? I just want to clarify my understanding is that your intention is that we return to complete silence at nine. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, so I, I think it can be a little fluid in the mealtime. Um, if you finish your meal and you don't have a yogi job, um, you're welcome to find somebody and take a walk. I mean, that's where I'd actually encourage uh, you know, go a little away from the the center to do the talking, or you, you I guess, come down to that little picnic area. But um, uh, that's where it would be a good place to to meet up. If you'd like to have a conversation with somebody, go hang out there. <laughs> and this isn't, hmm? and then go for a walk. Um, that I think that might be. Yeah, I think that that might be good, you know, to to hang out there and then and and but I'd I'd also encourage you to not like go for a long walk, you know, not like take an hour with somebody, but maybe do a 15-minute conversation and then come back and be silent for a little while and then go back and, you know, find somebody else to talk to and then do another conversation. Notice how the different different energies of different people impacts your ability to be aware. So that, you know, don't just pick one person and say, okay, that's the person I'm going to talk to. Make it short conversations um, and uh, try to have several conversations with different people and notice the different conditions that happen. Um, so we're looking at cause and effect here as well. Any other questions? Yeah, James. So we say talking about the Dharma. Um, a question for me towards the end of the new retreat is whether to, be, you know, a common question is, well, how is a retreat for you? Which is, I'm never very comfortable with at all, either. But I find myself doing it sometimes, asking it or being asked. And, um, do you, on the other hand, um, talking about the Dharma, kind of in, it would seem like kind of abstract and artificial, like, well, let's have a conversation about the Dharma, about this aspect. So at this point, I don't have a good feel of something that appeals to me. Uh-huh. Um. Well, um, you might just take some time and reflect on, I, I think it's most meaningful when the Dharma discussion comes out of experience mm -hmm. as opposed to 
some abstract idea. Mm -hmm. Now it may be that um, you know there there was something that you recognized around uh, your experience, and, and it's part of a skill actually to learn how to talk about experience in a way that's got a Dharma perspective on it um, that doesn't necessarily that doesn't have to reveal the content. You know, it doesn't have to reveal. Um, you know, deep personal stuff. You know, it can be, um, yeah, I, I really found that um, there were a number of times that uh, impermanence came really to the fore and, um, you know, I, I began to, to, to deeply see, you know, how I responded to that. And sometimes it was really, you know, with despair and other times I could just be open to it, you know, so you might take some time to reflect for yourselves. We don't have time now to do this. We need to actually end here. Um, um, take some time to reflect for yourselves. What were things that you appreciated about the retreat? Uh, what did you feel you learned? What wisdom did you gain? And, um, and then the last question to ask yourself, of what you've reflected on, what do you feel comfortable sharing? Um, so that there's a, a, some discernment coming in around the um, around the sharing, you know that there there may well be things that either feel too um, personal or too vulnerable or something. So you know, use some discernment about about that. Um, and the other thing you could do as a beginning um, might just be. Um, you know, do, do some kind of mindfulness out loud, you know, to so like, okay, this is what I'm noticing right now. I'm noticing a little bit of anxiety as I'm starting to talk and I'm feeling this, you know, agitation rise. And, you know, so you could kind of do that to begin, you know, Hamid style essentially um, in, um, as a way to start a conversation, you know, and then see where it goes. Any other questions? You saying to have multiple conversations? Yeah, I think have some short, shorter conversations. You know, <laughs> um, we've got a couple hours this evening where this is this can be part of the. It's optional too. It's not required. It's optional. You can participate as you wish. Um, so we have a couple hours. So you might, you know, have a conversation for about fifteen minutes, and and then, um, you know just walk or sit out and look at the trees for a few minutes and then um, reflect on, okay, do I want to try with somebody else now? And then, yeah, so, um, yeah. So I have um, a handout for you, um, which could be perhaps a place to start a conversation. This is... Um, from the retreat that Sayadaw offered this at IMS, he gave a little talk about working with speech initial, uh, before we went into speech, and one of my friends wrote down the points that he made, and um, he did a handwritten thing, and I typed it up. So this is tips from Utejaniya on right speech. So I'll put this on the table out there. You can take one. And, you know, this might be an interesting thing, like one of them here. Um, um, 
Don't give your complete attention to the other person or you lose awareness. Keep more attention on yourself. So maybe have that be a little bit of an exploration in the conversation. So how can we talk and each keep attention on ourselves while being able to listen? So you could just kind of use these as as some pointers of things to, to work with. So we do need to stop because... Chris may need some help in the kitchen. Did Chris need help today, Claudia? Do you know? She no, I think it's okay tonight. Okay, good. Oh, phew. <laughs> okay. So we're okay. Um, I'm okay. anticipating 